and Dork Tales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen here on Dork Tales. Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly, using he and him as my pronouns, and folks, I am very excited to be heading into the final the final countdown, one might say, the final bit of Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen as we head into the Flying Citadel. Uh, this is the Death Star, folks. We're here doing our trench run, and I could not be doing it with a finer crew than these folks. Let's meet them right now. Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I get to play our human cleric of Mystical, Kalara Vingard. Nice. Over in the corner, I've got Chris. Nobody puts Godfrey in the corner. Uh, hi, I'm Chris. Uh, use... No, that's true. Um, use he, him, pro... or they pronouns. Uh, play Godfrey High Valor, our human fighter, paladin, and anti-dragon missile. Yeah, that's that's what I had in the opening, for sure. It seemed, it seemed apropos. It's all the Dragonlance. It's all the Dragonlance. Um, you should just get it, like, turn it into a flying broom, so you can just ride the Dragonlance around. Like levels Hazel. of cavalier. Hazel, I need some help. Yeah. When your DM gives you the bad ideas your group thinks of. Yeah. Right. Yes, <laughs> and then regrets it to episodes. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah. Speaking of no someone regrets. else with no regrets, uh hey Robin, how's it going? <laughs> ow, 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 I say for my character's sake. Um, I get knocked down. But I get up again. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna get me down. Uh, I'm Robin. I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I am playing our lovely Kender Swashbuckling Rogue Rizvera Moonbrush, who is uh, very hurt at, at the moment from our dragon battle. And she didn't really fight on dragons much. She was mainly falling. I've been falling for three weeks, or however <laughs> long it's been um, since we last played game. But uh, yeah, super excited, and I look forward to uh, doing some more sneaky and autumnal bits because that is where Riz shines. Excels, yeah. All right, over to Cal. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Cal. I am <clears throat> clearing my throat. Uh, I'm Neo Cal in the chat. I use he/him pronouns. And I am playing Orintiros Caladon, the Qualanesti elf bard, ready to, uh, you know, rock out and, I don't know, based on my hit points compared to everyone else's, die. Because we'll see. <laughs> rock out with your corpse out. All right. It's not Halloween Rock out anymore. with the corpse out. All right. Um, and finally, back in her native habitat. A cave? It's Jen! Wait, I mean Hazel. Jen, I guess your native habitat could be a cave? I don't know. My native... I mean, yes. <laughs> um, I am discombobulated today. Uh, hi, I'm Jen. Uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I play our mountain dwarf, Lunar Sorcerer, Hazel Night Granite, who is in a lot of pain. <laughs> Don't worry, you could always like all be in us. more. There's plenty of. I'm time sure, for that. but I did just get a fun spell. So Actually, I'm. I, I gotta admit, Godfrey is not in any pain. 
lies. Uh, well, okay, there's a little bit. I think I'm down to 115. Wow, I don't even have 115. I don't even have 100. Like, <laughs> whoa, I have 74 at max. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. My max is 89. <laughs> All right. But I'm the real question is, how much does uh, how many hit points does Kalara have? Yeah, we all 200. know. Two hundred. <laughs> how much does the Tarask have? Because then two more. Yeah. Yeah. Two more than the Tarask. One hundred and thirty-three. You, God damn it! Levna only has ninety hit points. <laughs> well, my max is one twenty-four. So. So Kalara's just as that. as an aside, I made a character for extra life. Who is a wizard with 154 hit points? Yep, I, I see that. I see, oh, I, I saw for that. for Robin's ridiculous game. Um, speaking of which, yeah. folks, uh, this weekend is Extra Life, which is a um a big charity event that we do uh, twice a year to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network. We invite you to come in and join uh, us or enjoy us and join us and join and join us and join that just sounds that sounds suggestive uh come spend time join us enjoy us uh come this weekend and spend time with us on friday saturday and sunday uh where we run 14 games over three days where your donations uh which are tax deductible if you live in north america can affect the plot and make us do really ridiculous things in fact there's even one tier of um uh, Vahid's game that he's running on Friday, where I have to sing and dance, apparently, or sing or something. And, and play the spoons. Um, and oh, play the spoons. spoons. So, yeah. time to get good. fantastic. Yeah, and, so. and Cal and I are twins. No. Twin Boy. dwarves. Twin and dwarves. One of us blows things up. And the other is... My money's on Jen. Yeah. And the other... <laughs> blows things up. Blows things up from a distance. Mm. <laughs> sounds good um so come and join us for that it goes to a great cause and it's a hell of a lot of fun really uh the other two announcements that i have uh is that you can also come back tomorrow night where we have a special sponsored stream by onyx path publishing where we are running the world below which is kind of like what if DD's underdark was created by the minds behind the chronicles of darkness aberrant scion and all of those wonderful onyx path games so it's a very story driven you're all diggy diggy holing and uh it is going to be very uh very rough on the players i'm really looking forward to it uh so join us for that tomorrow night and then the last thing i have to do is thank our sponsor for the night of course bookworm games uh bookworm games is where you can go to get all of the dice that your heart desires that's right does it desire resin dice? Does it desire liquid core dice? How about gemstones? Wooden dice for that elf inside of you? Bookworm Games has you covered. Hell, if you're looking for some snackable dice, they've even got a snack just like you in the form of their candy dice. Just as sweet as you, folks. So go to Bookworm Games right now. Pick up a familiar while you're there. Some jewelry and some special bookworm tea as well to have a cozy comfy night while you're slaying the unworthy in your game of dungeons and dragons uh not only that but they also are working on gaming tables so that you can have a place to roll those fantastic dice thank you to bookworm games for sponsoring us if you go there and use code dorktales you'll save 10 percent on your order and orders above 100 dollars canadian which is like not much these days i've seen the exchange rate recently uh is 
uh free so yeah get that free shipping folks it's really worth it it's a great company um they're just like a local business in the vancouver area so help a small business succeed and give yourself some cool dice thank you so much to bookworm games as always and uh with that any other big announcements we have we got the world below we got uh extra life i'm going to implode at the end of this weekend I mean, exciting things in November coming up, I guess, which is, I guess, this month. Good lord, it's November. What's happening um, in November? Oh, just we have several games coming up. Like, returning games, like Panic oh, that's right. and the Technocracy and Mage Returns. Like, we have Oh, that's right. Mage the, up, Mage the Ascension returning. returns on the 18th. Uh, Technocracy returns on the 19th or the 10th? It's the 10th, isn't it? Or the 12th? Whatever the second Sunday is, right? Um... 12th and and we didn't confirm this because i i asked you in the chat but i thought we were, might be doing a double tap in november because of uh we, we might be doing a double tap <laughs> whoa i forgot to check because, my chats yeah you did <laughs> it was in the it was, weirdly it was in the old gods of appalachia chat <laughs> oh that's no wonder i missed that so uh yeah i'll put that on my to-do list right now uh mate technocracy it's because december's so weird and if we need to move panic up then That's there's right. no real space for technocracy so yes fair panic is yeah panic. so panic at the citadel is coming back which means i get to put on i bought scar wax today so that we're gonna try Ooh. that out yeah because nice. i went to i went to spirit halloween's november 1st sale oh today. nice nice there wasn't much i got some spirit gum That's about it um but uh yeah so some off supplies too yeah it's it's 50 off everything tomorrow so go get them like spirit gums like three bucks i oh, should go after yeah. work yeah you should them. um all right so uh folks uh if you are interested in seeing any of those games early except for mage the ascension which is coming back publicly uh, as we finish up this book uh consider joining our patreon where you will get access to a ton of additional content as well as the dork pod podcast which uh, episode two is going to be going up uh hopefully this week and uh as well as some behind the scenes podcasts and some other amazing stuff you get it between one and six games a month it's really quite a lot that you get up to uh up to three months in advance uh this month alien destroyer of worlds is getting its first act up or at least parts of it so consider joining it would be great to have you over there and uh, you help support the channel directly by going to patreon.com slash Uh And that's what I got there. Uh, you ready to start the game, folks? Yes. Let's do it. All right, let's, let's, go. Let, let's do it. All right, we, we can do, do it. it. So without further ado, let's jump into Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen here on Dork Tales. Last time on Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen, you all gathered yourselves up and made it out to meet Kleistron and Ness, where you boarded some Dragonelles after a quick fight through a small horde of Dragonlings. Taking to the skies, you assaulted the Citadel, and in the process came across Red Ruin, the legendary Dragonelle rider, and also a familiar face in young Lord Bacaris. After a pitched battle, you were victorious and made your way to the Flying Citadel and your final destiny, which is where we're going to begin this. The sound of battle and chaos is all around you as your Dragonelles 
swoop to the bottom of the Flying Citadel's caverns. Ancient bones jut like roots out of the side of this ancient earth. And sure enough, cleft in the rock awaits you. Your dragon owls deposit you there as you scramble into the hole. Around you, there is nothing but calamity and fire. But as the last of you steps off, the dragon owl carrying Ness and Kleistron perches on the edge. Kleistron gives you a look. Y'all gonna be okay here? Well, I guess we have to be. I was going to say, I don't think we have much of a choice, but um, I think we'll be good. I think we can move on from here. This this is a very, this is, I guess, a relatively safe position. Well, I'll be waiting for you with the dragon nails. I'll try to keep out of trouble until y'all bring this sucker down. Yeah. Be safe as well. Don't, don't, don't. Don't wait too long. Ness leans forward. Don't worry. I won't let him get up to too much trouble. Come back, hey? All of you need to meet a newborn sometime soon. Oh, yeah. Little baby Jorzira. We'll workshop the name. You keep saying that, but... Actually, that sounded like a compromise. It did. You're right, Gomfrey, it did. Best of luck to you. Try not to die. And that includes you, Sir Labna. I need that favor back at the end of this. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Sure. Mm. Labna underneath her horned helm turns a brilliant shade of well, in the dimness it's kind of hard to tell but definitely pinker than pink with that the dragon elves take to the sky ducking low and out of your vision the corridor ahead of you is pitch black only those with you of you that have dark vision are going to be able to see much of anything at all. Razira's gonna reach into her um onto her belt and just unsheath the the moon touch dagger that she has from uh the city. I'm forgetting the name of it. Do Sounds good. Want, do do we want actual light or do we want to keep this as minimum minimal as possible well if anything goes wrong we'll need some light i can't see anything right now i mean i have this 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 sheds a bit of light Same. but i have the drift globe the globe oh. i can either do daylight or i can do just regular light Oh, you could get do. I don't think quite need something as strong as daylight. Well, that would potentially be. Can you only do one or the other, or can you switch? I can, I can only do one or the other. 
Um, but it will stay lit. Just double checking. It stays lit so long as it's within 60 feet of me and isn't. And it keeps moving. Or it's able to keep moving anyway. Um, but I can do light or I can I can make it do daylight. I can just only do the daylight once before dawn. And then. Yeah. But I could do light repeatedly so I could turn it off. Oh, okay. That's good. And yeah, I was just making sure that it, like, because daylight could potentially be very useful for me to, to like, blind in anyone very mm -hmm. fast or something that if if you can change you're, you don't have to like choose it for the day that's that's good I don't think what? so I think if I choose daylight it's for the day but if I start mm -hmm. with light I think I can mm -hmm. cool just turn it off what's the right. range? how much light does it give out 30, 30 60 and 30? feet 60 feet of bright uh do do Oh, actually, I guess it's technically the light spell, but if, if you're within 60 feet of it, then it's the light spell. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, come on. So the light is 20 and then 20, I think? Uh, Yeah, bright for 20, dim for additional 20. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. I, will I guess just... it's for an hour. Okay. But that's still, that's so much time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a lot of time. And I know... Like Clara has the ability as well, but this at least, you know, we can. She can do that if this, you know, runs out or whatever. It, I mean, I boats. have this dagger that does 20, ten and ten. Like it, mm -hmm. it can. The the globe could also go out in front of us, so you could do ten and ten. It could go out a bit it, as long as it's within sixty feet of me. It could actually be our scout. And really people cool. could like shoot at it if we're gonna get attacked. Oh, and it wouldn't oh, be right a... with us. Oh, that's a very good idea. That's quite clever. Have it go as a little bit of a. Yeah. Does announce our presence, but depends what. But if it gets attacked, then they've announced their presence to us rather than us stumbling into them in the dark. That's true. All right. So, yeah, do you so release? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. So, reaching in to your pocket, you release the drift globe, which illuminates the dark tunnels. The tunnels that suddenly spring to life around you, the foundation of the flying citadel, are old. Ancient bones jut inside of your vision. And once you're done pondering your orbs, you'll notice that there, there are occasional rumbles that echo through the passage as the Citadel's foundation shifts in flight. Um, before we get going, um, I don't know about any of, of you, but... I could do just like a quick breather from that fight where you you noticed I was like constantly falling yeah. up and down and getting hit by Red the Rune. I'm a little, a little lot hurt. So um, if we could like take just like a quick like fifteen minute breather just to like, okay. <laughs> got got to staunch some bleeding. His words is like profusely bleeding blood on the place on the floor. Hmm. Yeah, Good I too. could use a rest. <laughs> Let's bandage ourselves up and then go further. 
Levinus says. No use, just... Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Question. What time has passed since the beginning of the previous day of the day? Mm. I think that was when Hazel death warded. How long does death ward last? Eight hours? Eight hours. We're inside of eight hours. Okay, cool. I was to I'd check say you're probably about, probably about four hours into the day. And uh good question. Assuming we don't mind a little bit of noise since we're scouting with an orb, uh a song of rest is one D eight extra for anybody resting. Okay. That gate I, I rolled a seven on that D eight, so thank I you. Got an eight. Yes. Five, Eleven, <laughs> seventeen. Uh, plus her con mod for every hit dice. Do you add con to the Song of Rest or just the D8? It looks like it's just a D8 because it doesn't count as a hit die. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I have Bard up here. I'll check it out. Okay, Levin is at 86 out of just... 90 hit points, so she'll be fine. I've used four hit dice. Yeah, I'll use another two. I'm, uh... 103 out of 107. That's good. 88 out of 89. I've used six hit dice. You banded yourselves up. Take a breather over the next 15 or 20 minutes and prepare yourselves for what's to come. For the most part, you're a little banged up from your fight, but it could be worse. You're feeling pretty set. Pretty ready. Now these wide tunnels loom before you. Are you doing anything else before you head off? Everyone ready? I yeah. Let's kick it. Who goes first? Oh, Riz definitely. Alright. Riz. Following the drift globe, you move down these tunnels. No, they're about ten feet wide, give or take, although they narrow and widen occasionally. You find yourself meandering through a series of switchbacks, dead ends, and sloping tunnels. Make this somewhat of a maze in front of you. Can I get a survival check from the party? I'll have no way to come in clutch. Okay. For... So, ability checks. Mm -hmm. Nat ones don't technically count. Right? As botches? Well, okay, because I'm proficient in survival. Mm -hmm. So, my reliable talent says a roll of nine or lower gets treated as a 10. What is your ruling there? Because technically, you can't rules we say we can't botch on a ability check as written you rolled a 10 yeah as written yeah, you rolled as... a 10 um okay. however um according to group check rules a one counts as two failures rather than just one so let's see whether or not you succeed um so what's your total with that 23 so you have a plus 13 to survival yeah, I'm an Damn. expertise in it. 
damn son okay so uh let's see what everybody else got first so levna succeeded well godfrey got a one too all right two fails um as so i don't have anything that me necessarily mechanically does anything with this but because i'm a dwarf in a cave do i get anything extra i'll give you advantage this once cool you're dwarf in a We're cave just see if it was Oh, that was a lot better. 18. <laughs> Three successes, two fails. Kalara, what'd you get? Uh, 15, I put it in the chat. Okay, is that your final result? Yes? No, I'll add determination to okay. that. Okay, <laughs> four successes. And for all the for all the carrots, um, Orantiros, what'd you got? And I rolled... A total of 18. Okay. Final result? Okay. As you make your way into the caves, you find yourself following looping switchbacks. A couple of times you have a little bit of an argument as you head in. Godfrey saying that he thinks we've already come this way, or he thinks that it's this way. For a moment, even Razira gets a little turned around before looking down at a little notch that she made in the ground at one turn point and going, You know, if I hadn't made that notch there, I probably would have gotten lost. But that's the good old thing about reliable talents. Instead, you slowly make your way upward. Eventually, after about a half hour of wandering through these tunnels, you're going to find a 30-foot vertical shaft. Can I get an athletics check if you're trying to climb it? You know what I have? An explorer's pack with <laughs> paintings and climbing stuff. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, I have to help too. It will. Nice. As well. All right. So everybody, make me an athletics check. Um, Hazel, you can do yours with advantage, and so can Robin. Thank you, because I had plus zero to my athletics. Um, you know what? Anybody who uses your equipment is going to basically not need to make this roll. The difficulty's cool. low with enough that. With advantage, I got an eight. <laughs> Then again, I say that, and then you prove me wrong. Uh, so. Well, my first roll was a one, so thank you for the advantage. <laughs> well, yeah, I I rolled a seven and then a nat twenty, so Riz just looked like strong. Me. This has been a great session so far for rolls. Guys, okay. guys, three Riz just ones. jumps off my head like. Yeah. Sorry, did you say the explorer's pack gives you advantage? Yeah. You know what? Everybody right, roll. Oh my god. Um, Levna is going to climb up with ease. Kalara, Orantiros, Godfrey. Sorry, was that athletics? That is going to be an athletics test to climb up. 18. 18. Kalara has no problem climbing up. With advantage. Yeah. Uh, I got a 14. You're going to be able to plus get... 9 to athletics. Oh my gosh. Block, no! <laughs> 
Chris, you're just the you're the best of us, really. I I, I don't know how to say this. We're to so you. good. We're so okay. good. So, Godfrey, in your heavy armor, you're finding kind of hard to get a bit of of leverage there, and you and Hazel are kind of struggling there at the bottom. Now, it takes a couple of minutes, but eventually, um, tying ropes around your waists, you are able to be hoisted up. Uh, Orantiros, what did you get? Looks uh, 15 on that one. 15? Yeah, you'll be able to climb up light as you are. It's not a problem. And before long, all of you will find yourself up on a bit of flat ground, finally. The tunnels that wind through the foundation of the Flying Citadel rise via a natural shaft into this rocky cavity. A gash in the rock forms a passage to the east. And in front of you, you see a familiar blue-skinned elf in a, in a pale dress stand before you with a knowing smile on her face. Ladara stands in front of you. The elf you encountered both in the council chambers at Calaman and at Ispen's funeral. You've made it. Welcome. Uh, how did you get here? I am bound to do whatever I must and whatever I can to stop Soth. I go where I am needed. Well, all things considered, We're glad that you're on our side. Of course. Definitely could have used your help in other situations, but agreed that the help is welcome now if you're if, to have it. I'm here when you need me. And it is here that I will tell you what you need to know. Lord Soth lurks in the ruins above. He is using the cataclysmic fire from Calaman's catacombs to control this citadel and to reanimate the dragon skeletons buried in its foundations. If you quell the fire, the undead dragons will be destroyed and the citadel with fall. And how do we do that? <laughs> I wish I knew. The flames were created by the gods. So it stands to reason the gods could destroy it. Riz just looks at Kalara. Godfrey looks at Kalara. Orantiros looks at Hazel. <laughs> Hazel looks at Orantiros. Like... I ship it. Leavener looks down the hole just in case. <laughs> just. 
However, reaching the flames will be no small task. Lord Soth controls them, and Soth is a peerless foe. You were quite resourceful, each and every one of you. But you won't be able to stand against him. His damnation is too strong. Have you met us? I say this without ego or arrogance. He would destroy you. However, I believe there's another way. Hidden somewhere in the chambers ahead is an ancient elven relic known as the Mirror of Reflected Pasts. Any who gaze upon it are gifted a vision of their own past. Given the horrors that Soth has inflicted upon this world, I believe the mirror could stun him long enough for you to extinguish the flame. Well, if that's all we have, then... <laughs> so we shouldn't look at the mirror is what you're saying if you wish to you'll be shown your own past I doubt that any of you have anything that would be able to wound you as deeply as his do you know his story it's in pieces Soth was once a noble knight. In the years before the Cataclysm, Soth was a Salamnic knight of the Order of the Rose. He ruined... He ruled the province of Nightland from Dargard Keep. However, he fell from grace when he rescued a company of Sylvan Elves from raiders, including the priest Isolde and her attendants. Though Soth was married, he fell in love with Isolde, and shortly after, his wife died. He and Isolde married, but days later, before the body had even been laid to rest properly. For disrespecting his wife's memory, the Knights of Salamnia cast him from their orders. Soon after, the gods called Soth to redeem himself by preventing the cataclysm at the expense of his life. But Soth failed in his quest. And the Cataclysm rained fire upon the world. For his disobedience, for his... <laughs> for his ruin, he was cursed. And Dargard Keep became a prison, a ruin that he would haunt for all of time. That is the story that most know. What is not as commonly known is why he failed. When Soth began his God-given quest to avert the Cataclysm, he encountered Isolde's attendants. They blamed him for leading 
her away from her holy path as a priestess. They played on his jealousy, falsely accused Isolde of being unfaithful. Enraged, he turned his back on the Cataclysm and the God's direction and returned to Dargard Keep to confront her, to murder her, and to reclaim what scant traces of honor he had. It was as he did that that the gods unleashed the Cataclysm on the world. With Isolde's dying breath, she cursed him to suffer one lifetime for every life lost in the Cataclysm. Those who follow him were reanimated as well. And Isolde's attendants who perished in the Cataclysm, their spirits could never be laid to rest. Not so long as Soth walked Kryn, they would remain and ensure he suffer and fail. This is why I ask you, take this prize from him. Take this victory from Soth and lay, lay him low again. We will. And thank you. Do you know where these fires are? Are they like in the far, like in a furnace? Like would we expect them to be low down? Or are they in, in like the throne room where he can control them easy? Do you know where they are? Climb to the highest part of the Bastion of Takasis. You will find them. He is not a man who... Let's say he has no lack of love for himself. So he's compensating, you're saying? As far as I understand, yes. I do assume that it burned off in the Cataclysm. <laughs> Wait. We're talking about his pride, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> We're talking about. about every man's pride, or Orintiros. And also his share. Hair? That definitely burned off in the Cataclysm as well. Oh. <clears throat> um, so where's the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> as we're picturing burned Kendall soft. <laughs> no, no, see, we need to show him his shame with the mirror. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look where it is in soft. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> You guys finally broke me. <laughs> Go ahead of you. It is somewhere inside of the ruins beneath the bastion. I thank you. I cannot take on Soth's plans alone. But you may. 
hours would you have gotten this far? It, so, it's it's hidden, obviously. Kasoth hasn't found it, or doesn't think that he. I don't believe he knows of it. Is it? Do you know if it's warded by anything like strange magics or straight up just normal traps? I believe it is in the tomb of an ancient elf. Mm. I'm not certain what type of protections are on that tomb. Although, given your experience with the dark and unholy up to this point, I doubt it's anything too far beyond your realm of experience. Hopefully, no no more possessions. Or curse taxes. Can you, uh, are you able to help guide us to it? Show us down the way. She turns and gestures down this passageway. I don't know about the rest of you, but if it can give us a better shot, I think we should get the mirror. Oh, it yeah. sounds like we're not going to be able to do anything unless we get this mirror. How I'd at least rather not take the chance that we can't do anything. Yeah. How convenient that fate has brought you, Soth, and the thing of his undoing, in one place. It seems the gods are not without a sense of humor. If all I've learned about the old gods and the dead gods is that they always seem to have a sense of iron, irony and humor in them. I wish you all the best. Bring him to his knees for me. Bring him to his knees for Krim. Uh, so she will gesture down the hall and will say, Good luck. Perhaps we will meet again. And as she does so, she will fade from view, becoming ghostly and then vanishing altogether. Hmm. Okay. <sighs> Alright. Let's go find a mirror so we can show Soth how pretty he is. Yeah, that sounds about right. I guess we should try and think also of ways to like try and force him to look at it. I was gonna say, do you think we could like chop it up into pieces? I know it's bad luck to break a mirror, but if we got like different shards of it, and then we all just like encircled him, he'd have to look at someone. It might be tied to the wholeness of the mirror. Mm. So if it yeah. broke, that would Usually, break too. I wouldn't want to risk it. Breaks it. Yeah, that's loses everything. True. Maybe you know somebody. I'm not suggesting the one who's good at this, but somebody could maybe sneak in and just have it appear in front of him, and so he's forced to look at it, but... Oh, that could work. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it let's also get depends. the mirror first. I mean, he might be like, whatever. Hopefully it's not a standing mirror. 
Mm. <laughs> now we also have to roll it. Ho hopefully it's not attached to a cave wall or something. Mm. Oh, that's very true. That would be attached. But I'm just... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how big this mirror is. I've been picturing like a like full-sized wall mirror in my head, but I'm, I think it's probably a little sort of smaller than that. Or not. We'll find out when we get there and then we can make a plan. How about that? Yeah, that's very true. Let's continue with our archaeological adventures. Yes, let's um, let's try and I guess be stealthy as we can. Alright. Yeah. Moving through the tunnels ahead of you. Can I get a stealth roll off of everyone? Okay, so that's uh, an eight from Lavna. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I got the reliable talent because I've rolled a one and then now I've rolled a two, so <laughs> that's a an eight from Godfrey. Hey, double night eights. Clang, clang, clang. Okay, fifteen. Two wait, wait. Did Revna of four? Did Levna roll with disadvantage? Yes. Okay. Was it, you say a total of four, Christine? Yep. Oh, this is great. All right, Orenteros. I suppose I could add my proficiency bonus and make it eight, but I don't think that's going to help much. You'd be tied with the other with the other knights, or with the knights? Humans. <laughs> Team human. Team, Team human. human. Plank, plank, Team plank, stealthy plank, human. Plank. Team human. No see in dark and no be quiet. That, <laughs> that sounds like arm. us. Oh. <laughs> No, Riz is, Riz is, I rolled a two and I'm still the second self he has. Oh, okay. yeah, reliable talent. All right, what'd you get, Hazel? Oh, wait, it's not 15, sorry. 12. I forgot it's reliable talent. Yeah. It's 22. Hey, it's like 23. 23. Right, and Orenteros, what'd you get? Dirty 20. Okay, so we've got, uh, we've got one, two, sounds good. Let me just check something real quick. Uh, what's my... You think the you think the developers of Wizards of the Coast foresaw how often people would have to say what's my PP for this game? <laughs> what's my PP? What is it? I don't know. Te technically, half of us pass the group stealth check. It, depending on the difficulty, depending on the difficulty, it scales Ooh. up sometimes. Remember? Ooh, yes. Uh, mm. But uh, in this case. Uh, moving your way forward, you are going to head down this corridor in front of you. It splits and works its way around. You can see that there are two potential ways inside of the room ahead of you. A fissure has opened in a wall to the south. And to the north side of this fork, you can see where it looks like it looks like a burial crypt set into the wall like a catacomb has been opened. A small character could easily make their way through there. Anyone else would have to, would, it would be rough terrain. But as you are moving your way up, uh, Riz, looking through the hole since you're the first one there, you are going to see that evenly spaced about the perimeter of this chamber are numerous bricked over stone archways. Plaques are set into many of these arches. At the room's center, 
stands a raised stone dais bearing an ominous statue. A double door, a smaller door, and a stairwell stand at the east end of this room. However, that's not all you'll see. As you look inside, you can detect that there are several guards standing about the room. One huge skeletal minotaur and two others knights that have decomposed down to their bones holding a deathly vigil as you're looking inside of this so i'm guessing that riz i'm kind of picturing that you kind of crept your way up through the northern of the two passages at that fork and are kind of looking through one of these bricked up crypts that has been broken open you're kind of like looking mm-hmm. between some of the broken bricks and you can see that there is this strange altar in the center of the room as well as two knights flanking it and one huge minotaur skeleton standing vigil at the base of the stairs up to that dais. What do you all want to do? So Riz will kind of like go back and explain what she sees to everyone and then ask so what do you want to do you're very good with the undead aren't you clara you want to just go in there and like rain holy fire onto them well i I can try christine is just checking spells (laughs) Sounds good. I'm going to switch us to our map frames. So, peering into the room, you can see the edge of these figures. Killara, checking your spells over, what do you find? Um... Unless I want to use up my high-level spells this early on, um, I don't really have anything wide range that'll do a lot of radiance. Okay. okay, so do we just want to then try and give a little sneak attack then at them, or maybe one, one big, maybe not big spell, but I, most of my stuff is. Um, pretty. Kind of want to save it for for things. Any of my my wide ranging. Perhaps I mean, I'll go up and stab, but stabbing doesn't tend to do well against bones. Yeah. You said one of these paths was um quite cramped. Yeah, yes. that's one I came from. The southern one is quite large, and uh, if anybody steps into that, um, let me know. Perhaps, um, perhaps we can try and distract them and get them to chase after us and come up that way. Levna and I can try and bottleneck them there. Oh, I could sneak through the, and then I could sneak through the top and go behind and do the pincer maneuver. You want us to lure them? Try and lure them in here. I can help with that, possibly. Are you saying that you're going to make me bait? Not us, bait. No. Oh, good. Well, well you want to be bait, you guys, Hazel? You, you guys I'm, are I'm saying baiters. that 
I I could possibly grab one of them and pull them in closer. That works. All that right. Would then chase, bring the other two, or the others. Let's do it then. Okay. Riz, do you want to get ready to maybe do a pincer attack? Yeah. And then okay. Levna and I will, I guess, flank each other, um, kind of block off the uh, the front of the main path. That sounds good. Then we'll rain holy fire down on them. She nods at Kalara. Yeah. Or whatever. I can, I can I mean, try. I'd like to keep to lower level stuff just in case soft is difficult. Yeah. I doubt he's going to be. We, easy. we can do this exactly one, one at a time. We don't need the okay. the grand things. Fair. So, right. um, Levna and I here and here, like kind of where Kalara is, I guess. Probably a bit further up. Okay. There probably gives us the the best chance. Okay, so you kind of yeah. go to the wider point of the tunnel and prepare Sounds yourselves. Good. And uh, can I get an initiative roll off, everybody? Oh, yes, you can. All right, Levna with a 15. Let's roll for these guys. Somebody's cursed my freaking dice tray. I it's swear. Me. Same with mine. So initiative is an ability a, a, a check, right? Yeah, so it counts as, uh, so it works, yeah. <laughs> oh, my lowest initiative is going to be a 23 now. Are you proficient with initiative, though? I am. I am proficient and have expertise in initiative. Wait. What? Wait. Yeah, what? Not, no, I, not expertise. I have my alert feature, which is onto that. Say, how do you have yeah. expertise? But it's not proficiency. No. Right? Oh, yeah. So I guess you, you wouldn't have reliable talent for initiative. Oh no, I wouldn't. No, I have. No. I, well, I have a huge initiative, which is a, it's the exact same as my, is exact. It's it's the exact same as my expertise, but because I add my charisma as well because of the swashbuckling feat, gotcha. it brings me up to the ah, it's okay. exact same thing. So we, you're we right. Gotta, it's not. We gotta we gotta give Cal hope to it's beat true. you at initiative. All right, okay. so that's and a fifteen instead. Actually, what's your initiative? It's your Dex plus your charisma mod plus, plus five. Yeah, swashbucklers, swashbucklers, man. Yeah. Okay, so yep. the initiative then. Uh, looking I've at been this, there like twice. I, I have think world heroes. Okay, I have something else after the surprise round. I have Hazel. I have something else after the surprise round. Then I have Riz. And here's the one that's gonna burn Riz's ass, tied with Levna. Oof! <laughs> Ouch! That hurts. Right. Uh, then uh, it's gonna be something else. Then we are at uh, Godfrey and Kalara. All right. You prepare yourselves. Wait. And attack. Orantiros, what are you doing? Well, that little gap is enough to fit a sword or an arrow. Absolutely. Through. Maybe even both. Maybe yeah, even let's both. do both. I'm going to move, squeeze past Razira, aim through that little break in the wall, 
and, um, well, the others wanted to lure them over, so let's let loose an arrow at, at the northernmost one, the one deepest in the, the room. All right, so the Death Knight at the north, go ahead and make me an attack roll with advantage, because he doesn't see you coming. All right. Uh, like, 28. That's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. All right. Two. Uh, that is an eight total with the bow. Okay. Your bow slashes across, or your arrow slashes across the air, plunging into the back of the Death Knight. Uh, eight points of damage. Cool. Makes my math easy. All right. And bonus action. And um, let's, let's toss the sword in there as well to hit the same, All same right. one. Go ahead. Your sword is going to fly through the air. This one does not have advantage because the first one hit. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. All right. Uh, that one is 24. Damn, that's going to be a hit. What we got? Ooh, max damage. Uh, 13. Okay. The singing sword. All right, your singing sword lashes through the gap, smashes into the shield, or pardon me, into the skeleton's helmet, partially spinning it around as it does so. It's going to lurch and look for you. Um, the giant minotaur skeleton is going to, like, not notice at this point. Hazel, it's your turn. Cool. Um... I want to go up so that I'm about 15 feet, but like as far into the tunnely bit as I can be from that one that's there. I'm able, able uh, to move after my attacks. Uh, yes, you are able to move after your attack. You moved? I'll peek, peek back, be less of a target for them. All right, so you want to get about like just in front of uh, Godfrey and Levner or right behind them. Oh, sorry, was that directed at me or Yes. So when you're when you're moving into the tunnel to get your access yeah. to the enemies, do you want to hide behind Godfrey and Levna? Uh no, I need to be within 15 feet. Okay, so 5, 10, 15. Okay. So you will have to go right to the edge of the tunnel uh to That's do fine. so. And um go ahead. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to use lightning lure. Ooh. What do I have to roll He needs for this? to make a strength saving throw. Uh, that's going to be five plus not enough. What do you got? <laughs> um, so it pulls him uh, 10 feet towards me in a straight okay. line. Okay. And then he ends up within five feet of me and I do damage. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, which is... Oh. Is it level 11 that cantrips do things? It is level 11 that it cantrips do things. It is level 11, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's more damage. <laughs> uh, that's 9 damage, which is sad on 3d8, but that's okay. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to move 10 feet back, or however many feet back that I can towards Godfrey and Levna. Okay, so he's within 5 feet of you at the end of this? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so he will have an opportunity attack. That's fine. I'm almost right. full health. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, he can't. It hasn't been his turn yet, so he doesn't get reactions. 
also because of the surprise condition. There we go. So Yay. you're you step forward, your lightning lure lashes out, smashes into him, pulls him forward, and he turns around to strike you. But before he can, you are going to so you backed so you you basically can get right before them because of your movement speed, right? And that's so fine. You, you know yeah, what? You would have been able speeds... to you would have been able to plan this before you guys acted. Okay. Cool. It like it doesn't make sense that I would penalize you for where your token was when you had a when you're doing a surprise round, right? Fair. Um, also, when I don't have World Twenty open and can't move it myself. Yeah, because because your computer is 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 not happy with it. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't like it. It doesn't like it. Uh, all right, no. uh, Death Knight number one is going to pull the arrow out of its chest and glare at the crypt. Uh, at least you assume it's glaring. It's a skeletal knight. Um, yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, Riz and Levna. Do you want to go first, or should Levna go first? Uh, Levna can go first, because I don't really know what to do yet. So yeah, okay. Levna go first. Uh, Levna is going to step up to the edge of the hole um, to not waste the opportunity and make two attacks, which oof, it's not going to be as good because she doesn't have an ally within five feet. Uh, but one of those is a nat 20, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, okay, Levna is at a plus. Just double checking something. Okay, one hit, one miss, but the hit is a crit. So, it's going to be... Yeah, nine, 13 points of damage to that one. And is going to, so that is 13 points off of that. Uh, she's going to rush up, slam into it uh, for 13 points of damage, and then is going to move back next to Godfrey because it has still not been its turn yet. Which is just which is just swell, really. All right, with that, Riz, you're up. So, just want to check. We planned to lure them into the tunnel, so I don't really want to get out into the field and show where I am. Correct. True. You could move behind them in the main tunnel and hit them with a hoop hack, though. Well, I was gonna do that from the the little corner. I can do that, probably. True, you might give away your location, but then again, you you were just shot from that hole, so. You, yeah. Like, so. Or in Tira's already shot from that hole, so. It's true. Uh, yeah. No one explained the plan to Orin Tira's. Well, I thought we, I thought with the surprise round, we were going to lure them in and then get to act, not this way, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he that guy, the northern guy just hasn't had a turn yet to come investigate where he got shot from. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, what are we doing, Riz? Mm, Riz is gonna. Oh, yes. Riz is gonna take out her hoop pack because the bizarre thing is it still has bludgeoning damage, and she's going to uh, bonus action steady aim and go for the Minotaur. All right. Because I'm assuming he is less than 100 feet away from me if I go near the edge. He is, yes. 
Cool. All right, so bonus action, city aim. And uh, I will take a little swing with my hoopalk. Oh my gosh, my dice are cursed. Uh, nine. Oh, this is magical because Riz had switched to her. She had switched her iron stone to do the magical was on her hoop pack now. So this mm. is a 19 to hit. Okay. That will hit. Perfect. Uh, do, 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 a d4, uh, plus 66 bludgeoning damage. Okay, go ahead and just give it to me. Fantastic to just even conceptualize there. Just pulling out all my d6s. It was great. I made sure I loaded up on them. Now, I am just going to comment here real quick while you do the massive amounts of damage. Uh, it appears mm -hmm. that Roll20 has decided to uh, give everybody vision up to 60 feet in here, okay. where you normally would only have vision of 20 feet. Oh, so... So you technically would have disadvantage on the attack. However, uh, Hazel, on your turn, would you have the Drift Globe move into the room? Yeah, because now we're obvious. <laughs> okay, cool. I have a something good happens. So, boom. There you go. You already had that Yay. done. There is no disadvantage. We're all good. Yay. Okay. Because, yeah, I don't... I rolled them at the same time, so I couldn't even say which was my first roll to take. Totally fine. I was looking at it, I'm like, your vision is surprisingly long for a Kenders. Well, I, I also... Because I remember you saying that I could see the Minotaur. So that's why I was I like, oh, I can hit it because I, I can see I it. I did. Yes, I did describe that, so... Uh, mm -hmm. There we go. <laughs> what happens when we take Dragonlance off for a week? I forget about Minotaurs. I forget about Minotaurs all the time. Do you? Yeah. That's bull. 35 points of bludgeoning damage. Magical. Are you kidding me? Really? 66 plus 6. Magical on bludgeoning on a skeletal. Please tell me Riz one shot the Minotaur. You one shot the Minotaur. How do you do it? Yes! <laughs> so, do I have a xylophone noise on the wall? Yes, the Minotaur has 67 hit points. How do you do it? <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, I think Riz uh, swings the hoop pack gets released it goes in one eye and then just ping pongs its way down just little like lights are going like like a pinball machine knocking ribs apart and you're like you're like multi-ball 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 yep oh my god that's amazing the Minotaur had a nat 20 on initiative, too. I was hoping to do I got, something with I got, it. I got the, I got the, I got the Kelly. I got the Kelly, the, I got that. I'm so happy. All right. You, you got the me adjusting my glasses and rubbing my temple. Good job. Yeah. Uh, then Riz will back up from her hole. This All is right. great. 
Uh, Death Knight number two that's been lightning lured and magic sorted is going to kind of shake itself off and look at you and glare with its fiery eyes. Uh, and Godfrey, it's your turn. Okay. You're up, Hotshot. Yep, let's go up to the... Are you going within five feet or are you using your range? Oh, yeah, I've got range. You got reach, That's baby. True. Stabby, stabby. Let's do it. All right. Um, I will say it is not a dragon. What? Yeah. Uh, Sus. <laughs> first attack. I rolled a two. That'll be a 14. All right. 14. That misses. Is going to be a miss. Second attack is also a miss with another two for 14. I have not rolled over. Jesus Christ. Block, Chris, you're dice. Right. You can uh, use one look, point of my luck, but that's <laughs> that's it. Do you have determination? Um, you know what? Let's try That might make it an 18, right? Let's, I think I do. Uh, do I have That might hit. You do. Yeah, everybody does. Let's use an 18. An 18 will hit. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this has been a brutal night. Um, so it's not a dragon, you say? Oh, it's not a dragon. Just... <laughs> he says with a sigh. 13 damage. You, got, you got spoiled on dragons, really. I know. I really, really did. Uh, Don't worry, Lord Soth will be a dragon. Lord Soth will be part dragon, at least. All right, so stepping forward, you are going to plunge your Dragonlance Pike into this thing's chest. Magical energy is going to erupt as it does so, but not the type that you have been accustomed to. Uh, it is just a flare of divine light that pierces into it. And uh, anything else you're doing on your turn? Uh, that That's it. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Kalara, you're up. I will say these skeletal knights are dressed in plate mail. They are probably not super dexterous for anybody who is banking on that. Sacred flame. Yep. Here we go. Um, That's a six. Um, Woohoo! And it's now 3d8. It is. With level 11. Ha. That's amazing. Almost max damage. Oh, really? Uh, 20 points of radiant damage, please. All right. Radiant energy flares inside of its armor, burning parts of its ancient form, and is going to let out this horrible hissing death rattle. Now, the skeletal knights have joined the fight. Orintiros, it is your turn. Unless, Kalara, do you have anything you want to do as a bonus action? Um, no, but I am going to back up a little. That's probably a good idea. All right. Orintiros is up then. All right. Uh, going to sneak forward to the little, the little arrow shaft that, uh, Razira and I have been shooting through. Mm-hmm. And, uh, how these two... How do these two guards look in terms of bones falling off them? I'd say one is like half as bony as it should be, and the other is like the other's full of calcium, bro. 
Let's get the half boned one. All right, let's get the one that needs Knock calcium the rest deposits. Of his bones. Yeah. All right. Knock it off. Uh, twenty-two is going to be a hit. Give me damage. Is this an arrow shot or is this a? Uh... That is an arrow shot. All right. And that is ten total. All right. Ten damage smash into the side of the skeletonite. And uh, let's bug him with the sword again. All right. The other sword goes across the room and attacks his back. Give it to me. Uh, 18. Uh, that is going to be a hit. Roll me damage. All right. Oh, the sword is... Uh, that's 13 from the sword. All right. The sword slashes down his back and is going to um, rattle his bones, I will say. Are you stepping back from the hole? Going to step back from the hole. Uh, what weapons are these two holding? These skeletal knights are armed. They are blades that are made of raw, sucking shadow. Okay, gonna back away from the hole, <laughs> then. <laughs> You're like, hmm, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, that's the end. That's me. All right, that's you, Hazel. You're up. Oh boy. Um. Well, sacred flame. <laughs> All right, Good sacred show. flame. Uh, does a fourteen pass? No, it does not. Damn. Okay, I probably would have needed a fifteen. <laughs> that is. I like that. Sacred Flame is a cantrip. That is 15 damage. 15 damage? Okay. Yeah. Sacred Flame ignites beneath this one, causing it quite a bit of damage before its turn. Um, and it is going to be singed by this Sacred Flame. What else do you do? That is all. I hang out back here behind my two very lovely bodyguards. Oh, I can't pick one to it. Okay, all right. That means it is the first Skeleton Knight's turn. The Skeleton Knight is going to see where the blade flew from. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Is my speed 30? speed is 30 uh it is going to reach the cleft in the wall and try to reach through it but cannot quite reach riz and orantiros kind of holds its blade through and as riz lets out a little giggle um it is going to look at you rear back and is going to throw two oh pardon me three throwing axes at you uh cool. let's see one at you and two at orantiros We'll say because he's bigger. So you are this one. Uh, that is going to be uh, a 19 on Riz. Uh, that'll hit. I a will 19 on Orantiros. You're going to uncanny dodge it? Yeah. Okay. So, 19. Yeah. Uh, Riz, for you, that is going to be an initial uh, 16 points of slashing damage. I'm going to use cutting Eight. words on the one that hit me. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that's an ugly skeletal glare if I ever saw one. I rolled an eight. 
Okay, so that axe is going to fly behind you, almost skipping off Kalara's armor as it embeds in the wall behind you. And the other axe is just going to glance off the side of the wall. That is his turn. It is Riz or Levna. Riz would love to go first. Riz, you may go first. What do you do? Steady, steady aim and uh, <laughs> throw the hoop pack at him. Okay, just the entire hoop pack just goes through the slot. You're like, oh damn, I should have stated that better. I've played with DMs like that. Don't be that DM, guys. No. Yeah, right. Use my hoop pack to do a ranged attack. Right. And throw a pedal so at him. Stick it in a bow and use it like an arrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't be the DM equivalent of the can I go to the bathroom teacher. I don't know. Oh can you? Oh man, that's the oh, worst. What the fuck? What the fucking fuck? I got two nat 20s on advantage there. Apologize. Hold on. One more, according to D&D rules, you insta-kill anything. You're welcome, Robin. I'm taking the nat one hit for you so you can roll the 20s tonight. Fuck. Kalara walked so that Riz could run. With my poor nat one initiative tonight. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's what it was. But All right, so this is uh, better. Riz, I think you should use smite uh, on this one. I think you should use sneak attack on this one. I think you should use. Oh yes. What? Critted sneak attack. Yeah. Oh yeah, no twelve d six here. It's her first sneak. Is it your first critted sneak attack of the game? Man. It's my first critted sneak attack of the game at, at episode thirty seven. Well, there was <laughs> one when you were invisible. Was there? Oh yeah, there was one. This is my second. Against this is my second. The big slowed guy. Oh right. So twenty. So that was twenty-one. Twenty-five. Fifty bludgeoning points, magical. Fifty bludgeoning to this one. Now, unfortunately, yep. these skeletal knights are not vulnerable to bludgeoning damage, but that still rocks his socks. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? I'm gonna say for that. Um, you hit him in in the skull. Well, I mean, there's not much else there. Uh, you hit the skeleton right in the face so hard you knock his head completely around. And he has to reach up and go ka-chunk back forward to see you. Riz is gonna wave and then just uh, as an object interact, she's just gonna grab the, the hand axe that he threw and go, thank you. It hisses at you. Um, all right. Uh, Levna is going to go... Uh, you got my back, right? And before listening to your response, is going to charge forward at the first skeletal knight. And take two swipes. Uh, that is a hit. And number two, that is a crit. God, I love champions so much, guys. Oh, that... Right, because they get a feature where their crits are 19s as well. Crits are 19, and she has advantage if she's within five feet of an ally. So I've got a one in 10 chance of critting, or a one in... 10%, right? A one in, a one in five chance of critting. Yeah, damn. I can't roll for crap. Uh, so, uh, first attack is going to be uh, a... A whopping 16 points of damage as she smashes into it. And the next one is just going to take this skeletal knight's head clean off. As she takes a step forward. 
looks over at the other skeletonite and gives him the finger. Respectably, sir. Fuck you. I thought you were gonna say gives grabs the hand off of the dead skeletal knight and gives him the finger of his comrade. <laughs> well, I, I do now. <laughs> Levin is gonna grab that, and then uh, the the death knight that was fighting the, the skeletal knight uh, does not have a turn because he's dead. Er, which means it's Godfrey's turn. I don't think you need me to uh, watch your back too much. I'm just inspiring you with my amazing butt. With your amazing butt what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't comment on that and just keep yep. going. Uh, run past Levna and uh, it's like, well, let's see if it worked and uh, try and stab, uh, stab the remaining the guy. Stab the knight. Oh, that'll be a 26. That probably I'll hits him. It. Uh, for 18 damage. 18 damage. That'll work. And a 23. Oh, it did for another 18 it was inspiring god damn it it's she's got great glutes she doesn't mean it in like a sexy way she's like it's like an aspirational thing it's just impressive aspirational it's just yeah. impressive <laughs> if you did as many squats as levna you too could have the gluteus maximus what about bicep curls for pretty I mean, girls obviously. though yeah well i we mean he's already got one teach for we, we we were trying to teach squats by using godfrey as well i think at one point that's right that's true all right. What do you think so, Orantiros has been well doing done. with those extra four hours each So that was night. 18 and 18? 18 and 18. Oh, this skeletal knight is not having a good day. He's still up. Your pike strike slams through his chest, jarring and shattering many of the ribs there. Kalara, it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, sacred flame. Are you certain? Yeah. Okay. It's probably a good idea because I only rolled a 10. Uh, 16. All right. How do you do it? Uh, I think it just kind of co comes into being over its head and then just kind of touches down. All right. And it is going, the spark of undeath that permeates it is going to burn out. And with that, the fight is over. Ahead of you, you see that there is a wide crypt illuminated by the floating drift glow. In the center of it, an immense dais rises up with a strange, a strange altar atop of it. Riz is gonna start approaching into the room. I have a little looksy do at this crypt, crypty poo. Orantiros is going to do their best to keep everyone from flooding in and kind of put out their arm. Um, I'm not sure if this is where she meant, but we were warned that it may be heavily trapped. So everyone keep their eyes open. Right. Good idea. As you step into the room, keeping your eyes open, the drift globe will pass over the altar at the center. At the center of the crypt, 
it illuminates the stark features of a statue with a robed figure bearing a grim skull for a face. Before the statue, a pair of skeletons kneel, holding an altar of polished black stone between them. Does the figure in the statue have pointed ears like an elf? No. No. No, okay. Now, as you look around the room, um, you were also going to notice that many of these crypts have plaques in front of them. And Hazel, as you wander out from behind Levna into the room, you will see that there is a plaque crushed on the ground of the ripped open tunnel. Glancing down at it, you'll see that it reads, Akant, Prince of Minotaurs. And in fact, this crypt looks like it was rent open enough to allow a giant minotaur skeleton to walk out of. What do you all do? I'd start investigating. Yeah, take a look at the other plaques. Sounds good. Yeah, Riz will go and get the the stone that she used to one-shot the Minotaur and and she'll collect that again because obviously that was a lucky rock. It's a lucky rock, absolutely. Um, So why don't we go ahead and start searching around the room. Starting, let's start with, um, we'll start with Riz. So they're in a semicircle. So I'm going to use basically like numbers to reach them. Mm -hmm. So um, you're moving out of the eight o'clock spot. That's where the hole is. Immediately above it is the one on the westernmost the westernmost one at nine o'clock. Riz, as you head up to it, you will see on the plaque it says Minara of the Scarlet Robes. And as you lean forward, you think that you can hear crying from inside. Guys, this one's crying? Crying? If somebody's in there, we need to get them out. We can't just leave somebody there. Well, Godfrey. Somebody? (laughs) They're undead. Can, Can I just, like, do a brief look at all of this and go, yeah, this has been here forever. <laughs> yeah, with with stone kind of like these bricks have been up here for hundreds of years, hundreds of years. My yeah, expert yeah. opinion <laughs> is that I don't think she's wall. alive. Yep, that's brick. <laughs> so they couldn't have like theoretically put a prisoner here or something. They're bricked over. You don't think recently? Okay. But what do you know about brick? And Hazel will right? confirm. Yeah. Yeah. Riz is gonna gonna leave that be for now, and keep looking. All right, uh, down at the south, Godfrey, you're looking around as well. So starting, uh, so there are four in a row at the six o'clock mark. Uh, the first one that Hazel's next to will say Nessa Colecracker, expert engineer. The one beyond it says Asa the tail, uh, Asa the traitor. The one beyond it has a missing plaque, and the final one in the row also has a missing plaque. Riz, heading around to the 10 o'clock spot. At the north, you will see a missing plaque 
followed by, at the 11 o'clock, scratches that make the plaque unreadable. Beyond that, Lori Wanwillow. More scratches. And on the last two, you notice that one, the plaque is mixing, but the final one says Osrin the Immortal. Is Osrin is that the the name of the elf guy? No. Does anyone know? Godfrey, are these knights? Levna, are these knights? Can I see if um, I recognize any of the? Yeah. Uh, actually, I'll I'll let them because. They tend to be know history better, and I'll investigate this middle what whatever it is in the middle of the room here. Sure, this this large altar. As you take a step toward it, can you do me a favor? I want you to make me a wisdom save as you put your first step onto the altar. Onto the stairs in front. Oh wisdom. That's not one of the ones I'm proficient in. <laughs> Unless... Are we allowed to add determination to our rolls for saves? Yes, yes you are. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to do that. Uh, you can also use your lucky, don't forget. That is true. Uh, it's not so bad that I'm going to use lucky. I'm going to add. So with determination, uh, that's going to be one second here. We add our proficiency, correct? You add your proficiency. Thank goodness. Uh, 16 with determination. As you step up on it, you will feel fear strike into your heart for a moment and then wash over you like a cool breeze. Every part of this altar is wreathed in doomed energy, but you are strong enough to overcome it and step forward if you'd like. Bad vibe altar, everyone. Good and, well, I've come this far, so let's step forward. A voice echoes inside of your mind, Orintiros. Deep and guttural. I find you worthy. Join me, and I will open the river of souls to you. Did everyone you... else hear that? Hear what? Yeah, what? What are you talking about, Arthur's? Okay. Do you accept? Things. Join him, and he will open the river of souls. Oh, I would say no, Arthur's. Don't join. 
Does your heart accept or decline? Yeah, no. It declines. Suddenly, as you do that, the two skeletal figures holding the altar up, their jaws will open and black smoke will begin to roil out from their gaping maws. And suddenly, it begins to roil forward, coalescing into a figure made of putrid smoke in the center of the room. The creature rises up and prepares to do battle with you. A creature made of unholy fog and the stench of death, which we'll fight right after this quick break. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. Whoop, whoop. Oh, baby. I see you want what I want. You want more Dork Tales content. Well, why don't you get yourself over to patreon.com slash dorktales right now. Get exclusive behind-the-scenes access and more. Patreon.com slash dorktales. See you there, baby. Welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dorktales. As you reject the call inside of your head, there is a swell across the room. Smoke billows out of the skeletal figures in front of you and coalesces into an awful creature of smoke and death. And with that, I would like an initiative roll, please. Oh, I'll take it. It's a 15. Oh, there we go. That's some numbers that we like to see. Let's do Somebody has cursed my dice tray. Are you sure they didn't get replaced by Amy's dice? Yeah. I don't know. If Amy starts like rolling great next game. And snuck in and traded out my dice for hers. Mine's cursed too, some pal. I'm, I'm not used to this. Jen, this dice of yours that you made has been nice tonight. Good. All right, so we've got Riz with a 31. We've got... Can I crit uh, on the initiative? No, what'd you get? Uh, 27. Okay, damn near. This has all started happening since I got my shelf and created a dice drawer. I feel like my dice are offended by the dice drawer. Nah. They don't like that mad. They want to be free. Yeah. Had them in plastic tubs beforehand. They've got a nice fancy upgraded yeah. drawer. But maybe they like, they like to it. see. They like to see out of the plastic. Now they're hidden. They're charged oh, by light. <laughs> they're they're so charged by light. By daylight and dawn. And they, they've lost their radiant charges. All right, at the yeah. top of the initiative, we have, without, uh, with a little bit of surprise, uh, Razira. Razira, this figure coalesces in front of you atop this pillar. What do you do? So it's, is it, you said it was kind of made by smoke. Is it still looking smoky? 
It is still looking quite... It looks like it's made of smoke. Okay, cool. I'm just wondering because, yeah, the figure looks a little different. Well, 20, so I didn't know if it was more muddy or smoky. So uh, no, it is It is using a clay golem as its, as its icon. Okay, cool, cool. No worries. I just want to double check that. It's one of those things um, where... Yeah, they yeah. didn't make they didn't make a mini for it, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um. Oh wait, they kind of did. <laughs> wait, so it turns into that, uses the stuff, but it actually linked the thing. Is that the same thing? It's literally the same thing. Hold on, there's better art for this thing I just found. One sec. Nice. Cool. I'm gonna just. Glad I asked. <laughs> oh, but I wanted to fight the thing. Right? I know it does look I'm a fantastic. little bit like the thing. That's why I asked like, it looks like the thing. It's clobberin' time! It's clobberin' time! I was, I was like, did I miss the description where Kelly said, like, it goes All right, you damn down. dirty elf. We need to worry, where are the others? Yeah, right. Flame on! Whoa, that is That'd way more scary villains. looking. Right? Boom. There we go. I can actually select it now. So bigger, much bigger too. <laughs> Just gargantuan. Everybody, breathe it in. <laughs> okay, um, there we go. Much, much spoopier. If, um, All right. So Riz, more. this figure of shadow erupts. What do you do? Um, Riz is going to. She's going to bonus action. She's going to try and taunt. Um, so she's going to be like... Do you really spend your whole life being someone's shadow? Or you could really just be your own self, but to the light. Okay. So... Oh, it can't understand it language. Just uh, one sec. Just double checking something. Sounds good. What's my save for that? It is a wisdom save of 16. Okay. Um, what happens if it fails? Uh, it has disadvantage on all attack rolls against targets other than me. Okay, I've got some good news start. and some bad news for you. What? It botched. Uh-huh. Which means that's going to affect it, but it is now solely targeting you. In fact, as you are looking at it, it is going to lurch around and stare at you. Cool. What do you want to cool. do? Cool. Uh, <laughs> well, that's going to definitely uh, do the rest of my turn. Um, Riz is going to be like, okay, uh, I think that's not that many, so all of you guys hit it. Um, and then she's going to, I'm just gonna see my movement here. Um. <laughs> Squeeze through the hole. <laughs> oh boy, so don't you think I'm looking for that? Uh, all the crypts are closed, right? All of the crypts, except for those two busted open ones. Cool, Riz is gonna start, uh... she's going to run through her allies down the tunnel and uh, action hide. Alright, that sounds great. Make me a hide roll. Perfect. Don't forget you can get farther because you can squeeze through 
that little hole because oh, yes, kenders are small, right? This is yes, true. I'm a small kender. Don't know if that helps, but just from looking at this thing and its appearance, I somehow doubt it'll have problems squeezing through space. Shh. Shh. All right, stealth roll. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we, go. we go. Um, I have determination, so you know I can use that. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, that's gonna be a thirty. A thirty. Yes. Okay. Uh, I will have to try to beat a thirty to find you, Orin yep. Tiros. It is your turn. So it's pretty, pretty miffed at uh, our Kender. It looks like. It is pretty steamed, one might say. Is it very, like, smoky? Like, it doesn't have a physical form? It is a... It is made of coalesced shadow. A hulking shadow, one might call it. All right. In all my elfin shenaniganry... I must <laughs> going to use vicious mockery okay. on it. And if you could make me a nope. wisdom save. I, I, no. I refuse to make a wisdom save. You refuse? Uh, I, my dice refuses at least. That's going to be a four. All right, so it has failed, which means it has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Uh, but I also do 3d4. Psychic. I forgot okay. that insulting things is psychic damage <laughs> in this. Oh, thank you. And that... Oh. Nine uh, psychic damage. All right, you say that, I and it's going the to. D4s in a while. It's going to snarl in your direction, and then, what else do you do with your turn? Oh, that's my action. Um, going to uh, pirouette the uh, the dancing blade from its sheath, and see how this fares. It's slicing through it. All right, go ahead. I'm going to use determination. Sounds good. To make that a 17 total. That'll hit. Your blade lashes out into it. How much damage do you do? Of course. Now the dice give me a one. Uh, six total with the sword. All right, it looks slightly perturbed as you do that. Uh, it is going to rush forward. Uh, however, it is a physical shadow, and as it reaches the edge of the tomb that Riz jumped into, it is going to meet the wall, let out a snarl, and is going to slam its fist into the wall. Now, it does have disadvantage on this, because this is technically an attack, which is really unfortunate for me, because that would have been a nat 20 uh, to pursue Riz into the hole. Um, instead, it slams into the wall, um, not finding quite as much purchase as it would need to power through it. 
uh, and is going to take its next attack against the wall. You saw now it um, it has disadvantage on its first attack, right? With uh, with that, I believe vicious mockery is disadvantage yes. on the next attack roll. Yeah, but so. it has disadvantage on all attacks that aren't against me. This is technically against you because it's it's going after you. It's pursuing you. Okay, that's fair. All right, so that is going to be a 21, however. Uh, Riz, there is an explosion of debris as it rips open the wall enough that it can actually move toward you. Um, however, I believe that is going to be its turn. Speed of... I can never find speed. It's right there. Now it only has a speed of 20, so it's not going to be able to reach through. Uh, however, uh, I'm going to do... I'm just going to hurt them more. And uh, suddenly it rips the wall open, creating enough room down the tunnel, which fills with debris and smoke. As it looks down, it's going to start to flicker around the edges and speed up. Levna, it is your turn. Wait, I'm Levna. Uh, Levna is going to take a look at Kalara and go fuck it up and take two attacks at it and that's a that's a hit and a crit I roll more nat 20s with Levna I, I need the 19 but my god that's just so it's, beautiful Levna crits so much it's wonderful it's wonderful she just doesn't do that much damage like uh, so two and her hit. initiative rolls are usually not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Tonight they've been wonderful, though. They've always been 15 yes. plus. Uh, that is going to be... Uh, she is a plus four on damage, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Kelly. Wait, yeah, plus... Yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity, uh, Levna's based on a fighter, right? Uh, she's, a, she's a sidekick. Okay, just checking. Uh, she does not have uh, certain abilities unfortunately. Uh, however, she does have the ability to do what is that? 7, 13, 23 points of magical slashing damage uh, to this creature as she grabs the magic sword that has like Ness's um, Ness's token at the bottom and slashes through it twice uh, and it is Godfrey's turn. Okay. Uh, Godfrey is going to run up to it um, and you know what Kalara let's uh let's switch places oh okay and uh take 70 or AC until my next turn nice just in case it has some reach or something and then All stabby right. Stabby, give it. Stabby, uh, It is not a dragon. Damn it. Some Dungeons and Dragons game doesn't ha even have dragons. No, because it's a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, we're in the dungeon like card. You had the dragons things. earlier. <laughs> Wait, no, no. The, the Shadow Golem is a dungeon. Lands? If you go inside of him, there's loot. And potentially oh, a dragon. Okay, where's okay. we'll go for a little swim Oh, so it's like a black hole. Yeah. Could be a whole universe inside of it. Let's yeah, there's, there's a Vampire time. the Masquerade game inside of it right now. <gasps> I mean, I dive into it, the black hole. All right. Um, it's uh, 25 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. Uh, 19 damage. 19 or, damage. Sorry, 9. 9. 9. That's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and that will be a 23 to hit. That'll hit. And another nine damage. That's minimum. Woof. All right. Either way, you are going to smash into it twice, dealing a significant amount of uh, of annoyance to it, at the very least. Uh, as you do so, do you have anything else you'd like to do with your turn? No. All right. Hazel's up. Hazel, what are you doing? You're about 20 feet from this creature to the south and see cool. it rampaging through to try to kill Rez. Yeah, that's great. I would like to cast Confusion on it. Ooh. Uh... It needs to do a Wisdom save. What are the what's the wording behind confusion? Is there anything that it is is it based on charm? No. Okay. Uh, then in that case, um, I'll... so this this spell assaults and twists creatures' mind, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled actions. Each creature in a ten foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw when you cast the spell or be affected on it. An affected okay. target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turns to determine oh, its behavior for that turn. That's all it says. <laughs> all right. I'm going to let you in on something right now. I have spell resistance. I get uh -huh. to roll this with advantage. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what my high number is? Seven. Is it three? It's three. one. <laughs> because I rolled so a I rolled... one. I rolled a I one rolled... and a two. And I'm at a minus one. <gasps> so it's not a botch I'm, I need to state that it did not botch this but yep. it did get an unnatural one oh. so Fantastic. Hazel does that that takes effect <laughs> unnatural right? one unnatural one um, do, do, do. so, so effect target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turns to determine its behavior and then it can make uh, make a wisdom saving throw at the end of each of its turns. Okay, I'm going to pre-roll just so that I have it ready when it's its turn. I put that in its box. All right. So, Hazel, and you I'm, cast I'm a putting, I'm putting the details in the chat for you. A zone of confusion around. Do you have anything else you'd like to cast or do? Um, No, because that's, I believe, concentration, so I kind of got to hang on to that one. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Kalara, it is your turn now. Okay. So it's pretty epically focused on Riz, right? It is focused on Riz, absolutely. Uh, Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame. I have advantage on this, and I rolled... I rolled a four. <laughs> He's getting all those bad luck dice. Out of the with way the, now with to rolls like this, you can roll that. soft. Don't worry about the mirror. Just go push him off the, off the cliff tonight. Yeah. Eighteen. Like like it's Baldur's Gate. Just push. I'm him not off. gonna waste any spell slots at this point. Sacred. Can we just use the, the shove time. action to shove this guy between us like bullies, like pushing a kid at a playground? This Stop is what yourself. I wanted to do Wait, with the, the taunt and run away. Was you guys bully <laughs> him? What, this what's great seems is to have like reach. <laughs> uh, it is pretty big but it only has a uh it has a only a reach of five foot okay i'm gonna back up some more okay um, what, what's great with confusion is that i didn't use a spell slot for it because i have i have one, one available for free and um it means that hopefully it won't actually hit us 
which is good. God, because it can't use its reactions. All right, Kalara backing away. This thing starts pulling at its scalp in confusion and rage. Riz, it's your turn. What do you want to do? <laughs> um, so if I'm hiding, would I get advantage on my attack? Yes, on your first attack. Cool. Uh, Riz is going to... What's my movement here? Uh, so 5, 10, 15, 20. 20 would get it in. Okay. Um, Riz is going to uh, go back to the wall. To um, the windows? Yep. And uh, green flame blade with her rapier. And, okay. And uh, go for a slashy slash at the boy. Okay. You have advantage because it cannot see you. Yes. Yeah. I'm really hoping. Oh, so close. Uh, that's still going to be a 27 to hit. That's going to be a hit. Sweet. Oh, and my green flame blade went up because a level 11 can trip. Okay, so 66. Uh, and then 3d8. There's another D. There we go. I enjoy being a rogue. That's a few ones there, though, unfortunately. And that one's cocked. Okay. Okay. I just imagine sneaking Razira, whispering that to herself. I enjoy being a rogue. <laughs> I enjoy being a rogue. I'm very roguish. One might say. Do you need the damage split up between slashing and fire? It is. Is it magical? Yes. Uh, if it is all because it's using your magic sword, right? Eve. Okay. I do not need it split up. Cool. Um, oh, I messed it up again in my head. 37 points of magical damage. Okay. And that's including the fire. That's all together. And then she's going to back up uh, another 10 feet behind. Okay. And I'm still in its, si its si line of sight there, so I couldn't make a mm. hide check, could I? Not unless you rounded the corner, no. Okay. All right. I will spend my bonus action to dash then. I was hoping to do my bonus action. Well, I mean, you could you could make it with disadvantage. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. There's enough debris and, and dust in the hallway that you could probably oh. find a shadow. What'd you get? Uh, it's going to be a 25 for disadvantage. Okay. okay, so not a 30, but still pretty high up there. No, still pretty um, high. I rolled a 12 and a 14, so that was <clears> nice. Okay, uh, Orantiros, it is your turn. Razira vanishes into the cloud of dust and debris. <sighs> Did it seem like um, I gave it a good migraine when I mocked it before? You know, you don't think it really, like you think you distracted it, but you don't think it was really hurt by that. I didn't hurt its feelings that much. Okay. Oh, also, um, okay. the, the taunt has ended, so it doesn't nope, have disadvantage on. 
Oh, right, it botched. It botched, so I'm holding it. It's 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 focused on you, baby. Uh, all right, Orantiros, what you got? So you don't think you you heard its feel bads? All right, let's shoot it. It's back. Let's draw this long bow and shoot it in the back. Sounds good. Hey, I got a nat twenty. Did you on fire? I Ooh. did indeed. Your arrow flies through the air, slamming into its back, and as it does, the darkness coalesces, and you watch the arrow burn to ash. No! <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not a magic arrow, right? It certainly is not. Oh, it was the perfect kill shot, though. You were just waiting to see your number go up. Multi-kill. <laughs> Almost. Uh, maybe I'll get a nat 20 on the magic sword. I believe you will. All right. I can't remember what we named you, but go, Dancing Blade. The Shreddy Mercury. Shreddy yeah. Mercury. Thank you. Uh, Shreddy Mercury rolled a five. Okay. Plus nine is a four. Uh, I would like... Oh, I don't have determination. I see. That's All right. So that's a total of 14. That's a hit. Roll me damage. It is large and in charge and ready to be ready to be slashed. A solid slash of 10. Solid slash of 10. All right, it is its turn. It lets out a horrible shriek as it begins going absolutely berserk. Uh, now, I've had to do the order of operations for this in my head. So I rolled a seven, which means that it attacks a random creature. Okay, so... What I'm going to do, uh, it is, I will say that Riz is a one, Levna is a two, and Godfrey is a three. It, it is a four, because it's only going to attack what's right next to it, according to its berserk trait. So. The hulking shadow hurt itself in its confusion. Poor thing. God damn it. It's good. Well, it's going to try. Okay. A certain... Will it be able to hit its own AC? <laughs> you, yeah. Uh, actually, it missed once. <laughs> oh. um, but <laughs> hold on. I have to see this real quick. So its weapons are magical. Its hands are magical. So it uses two slam attacks against itself, which is... Okay. So that's going to be 16 points of damage and uh, 7 points of damage. Does it see itself reflection in a in a shiny, like, puddle of water or something? Like the dog gets mad at itself when it sees itself um, in the mirror? It is going, you know what it's going to do? It's going to, like, lean forward and is going to grab the wall and start slamming its head against it full tilt like it's an Evangelion. And Jen, <laughs> how does it do this? Oh, this is new. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I love this. Um, oh, man. I was not expecting this so soon. <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, I kind of want it to just start like, it just punches itself in the head <laughs> like 
rapidly. All right, it's, it slams its head to the wall, starts punching itself. There are several explosions as it throws itself around the room, catapulting itself into all of these crypts, breaking open the crypt to the west and the two along its path to the north and will eventually hit the ground and completely dissolve into nothingness. Riz is going to sneak up the opposite way of where she went into the hole. She's going to come out through the main entrance and just kind of pop up behind behind Levna and go, Did we kill it? I think it uh, killed it? And Did you say it opened up the crib to the west? Was that the one where um, yeah. they heard the crying from? You And you will hear... <laughs> <laughs> Echoes I'm gonna... into the room. Sorry, go ahead. That's it. it, it uh, the crying echoes into the room. I'm going to investigate the rest of this altar. I'm gonna cautiously not quite move within five feet of it, but look into the one where the crying is with my spear at the ready. Okay. As you peer into that, you will see that there is a wraithly woman curled up and sobbing. The broken plaque on the ground says Myrna of the Scarlet Robes. Pardon me, Minara of the Scarlet Robes. Uh, uh, Myrna? <laughs> she continues to cry. Oh, I'm not good with this. Um, I, I, I know you said that it's been boarded up for a long time, Hazel, but, uh, I think Laura will head over there to help. How do? And whatever it is has been there for a long time. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to approach and put protection from evil and good on myself. Okay. And try and help. And see if I. Because Godfrey looks a little out of depth. He does look a little bit out of his depth. Inside of the tomb, you can see a spectral woman curled up. Her clothing is archaic, tattered, rotten. It clings to her. Have we come across her name before? You have not. But as your eyes focus on her, you'll see that while she is spectral, it's like a second layer, like an aura that holds over her flesh. And there is a corporeal creature there. A pale, rotted, white. Her fingernails long, her hair messy 
and overgrown from the recessed scalp. <laughs> Are you okay? She sobs uncontrollably. Can I try an insight check to figure out sure, if there's anything we do. can do? Please do. Uh, 25. 25. She is caught in her misery. In death, she has been locked into this state. If you, if you interact with her too much, she may become violent. Okay. Is there anything I can do to put her to rest? Or help her to rest? You could, um, well, destroying her, of course, would be a nice, easy way to do it. Um, if somewhat harsh on her. Uh, alternatively, um, you could... You've heard stories of creatures like this, where sunlight can somehow, sometimes bless or destroy them. Okay. Or you could just leave her to be. I think Kalara will go talk to Hazel about it. Okay. And and kind of like explain to the others as well, like kill them. We interact too much she could get violent but potentially daylight might either let her break free of it or just destroy her to go on to rest or we could just walk away but i think she's basically trapped in her grief It seems it's not right just leaving her to suffer. I agree. But how would we expose her to sunlight? This orb that Hazel has, that's not quite the same, is it? As you are having this discussion, to the north, your kender is rooting around in the broken crypts. Mm -hmm. She is. In the northernmost broken open crypt, you will find a humanoid skeleton with worn down finger bones surrounded by a slab lying next to a broken slab of gouged stone. The skeleton in life must have worn its fingers down to numps trying to get out. 
The next one down, however, you will find lying atop a crypt a humanoid skeleton wearing slick, perfectly preserved leather armor of elven make. It is beautiful. Alright, Garros, I think I found something for you. If you don't mind um, borrowing it from a dead body. What are we borrowing? Some really nice looking elven armor. Looks like it was the E. Riz starts doing the like, holding up the angles. Uh, I don't know. I take it kind of like slim but long. Oh. This was made by... Hmm. Is there a placard here, DM? Uh, this is worn one... away. Uh, I'm trying to remember what this one was. Do you remember? Did you take notes? Uh, was this the one that was Willow something? I think it was, was it Nessa? I think it was Nessa Coalcracker. Or, or Lori Wanwillow. I think it was Wan Willow. It was so long ago, who can tell? It was yeah. nearly 20 Nobody minutes ago we said this. Uh, it's, you know what? I, uh, I, thought, I thought that one, the one that eroded you by now. To, didn't have a, have a plaque. Ah, yes, the was plaque missing. was missing, of course. That makes way more sense. <laughs> well, barring desecrating the, bod the body, could uh, I see if this armor fits the uh, red dragon leather armor I've been wearing um, leaves a bad uh, smells like burnt leather don't really like it it also doesn't quite doesn't quite fit your vibe you're kind of more of like not a red dragon kind of person Kind of not the slaughter the innocent and yeah hail Lord Soth. Yeah, yeah. I think we're kind of we're past the point of sneaking in and trying to be you know fool people. I think it's kind of just like let's go. We're the heroes here. They probably have wanted posters of us up by now, so I think it's time to ditch the yeah. Unl unless. All right. Uh, can we take this armor off without, <laughs> or do we just like pick it up and rattle the bones out? <laughs> I can't do. Can I roll sleight of hand to try and get it off nicely? Sure. I did not like that you rolled dice. I'm just gonna put that out there <laughs> right now. Quick, run away! Oh my dice! They're oh, so. Oh, I released so another shadow monster. So, so what was that whole thing about not getting possessed again? <laughs> 31. 31. All right. You are going to be able to shimmy. Uh, you successfully debone the armor. <laughs> and um, you now have a wonderful set of leather armor. There you go. It's a little, a little musty, but a prestidigitation spell will fix it up like that. Oh, I have... Mending and prestidigitation. It'll be shiny in no time. That suits you. Do you put it on, Orinteros? 
I'm going to bring it to. Uh, oh, does it have any writing on it, or does it does it look nice? Yeah, on the inside of the there's a tag that says Elf's Warehouse. <laughs> okay, so no, um, mass produced for oh, <laughs> mass produced. Uh, sure. I'm going to bring it to the others, and say, "All right, do I put on this uh, skeleton's armor, or should I continue being incognito?" Everyone, put on. Okay. Well, if Razira says it's okay, then <laughs> I'll. <laughs> the voice of reason over here. Come on, guys. Come on. You've convinced me, and um, I'll start putting the different pieces on, because you said it was like a set, so I'll like sit down and try to put the the leg parts on, or it takes about a minute to put it on. Alright, congratulations, you have leather armor plus two. Plus two? Yeah, That's so it's leather two armor. two more than my normal leather armor. It is. Oh, I had studded. So it's, pl it's one more than that. It's one more. Look out, y'all. I have 18 armor class. Hey, That's like we're wearing twinning. plate mail. What's that? That's like wearing plate mail. That is like wearing plate mail, except I don't have disadvantage on stealth. Right. I know. Thank you, uh, magic armor. Mage armor. Now, That's the word I'm looking for. As you all are having this conversation about what to do with the crying wraith white thing, uh, can I get Anybody who is near to this central altar that seemed to speak to Orantiros in his mind to make me a religion roll. Uh, are, am I near enough? If you wanted to inspect it, sure. Mm. I got a 14. Got a 14? This appears to be an altar to some type of god. You know that for sure. Although the exact one escapes you. Kilara Godfrey? Yeah. I'll take a look at it. Okay. Uh, you said that was religion? Mm-hmm. All right. So we will have a... Uh, religions, intelligence, that'll be an 18. An 18, all right. And Kalara, are you going to bother rolling for this? Sure. I will go poke, peek. Uh, 21. A 21? With a quick look at it, you are going to recognize that this is, uh, both of you will, will get the DC for this, a god that is probably best not talked about in polite company. Chamosh the god of undeath and false redemption, who tempts his followers with the promise of immortality. Those who heed him find that while they may live forever, their bodies still decay and putrefy. Followers of Chamash embrace the baleful reputation, wearing skull masks and black robes. Glancing back into the crypt with the crying woman, you now perhaps see a reason for her tears. being blessed by the dark god. Riz, you take a look back and you'll just see that this entire thing is spooky-ooky. 
Um, but it's obviously a god of death. It's one of the gods of death. There's a couple of those, aren't there? Think so. You probably think so. Uh, Habakkuk. Yeah, it's it's Habakkuk. All right. What do you all do? Did it smash any other ones at the top? I know no, you just got, just the three no. along the top. Is there anything else near the altar? There is not. Did anyone else, uh, when you were looking at that here, any voices? No, no. Well, that's probably for the best. Well, you often hear things we can't. This is true. I mean, one would guess that you talked to whatever was in there, and then it came out and fought us, and now it's gone. It might come back at some point, but I think it's gone. Twas a different voice. Oh. Wait, did the thing, did the shadow talk to you? No, but it... Not sure how much that shadow could speak, but when I approached the altar, there was a voice asking if I would dedicate myself to it. And if I were to, I would open the river of souls to me. Uh, I think that that's a bad idea. That sounds, yeah. It's, um, it's a lie. Hmm. Oh, it doesn't really seem like something I would want to do. No. Well, a, fair. A god of death lying about unveiling power to you? Yeah, no, that's not unusual, right? That's pretty standard mode. Pretty standard. Um, well, are we going to loot the rest of these pile of bones and move on, or...? Should be. Uh, I don't think there was. Was there anything else open? I think that's it. That's it. However, I, at the uh, edge of the crypt, you can see that there's a small door along an eastern wall that leads to a lower chamber, as well as a set of double doors along the far wall, and then a stairwell leading up to the north. I. Should we clean the rest of the space? I'm going to give them a listen, just in case. What about? Okay. What about her? I don't right. think we can can't help her. We could put her out of her misery. Look, we bring this entire place down. She'll be put out of her misery. We got bigger fish to fry. And by fish, I mean okay. that soft? piece of shit soft. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good point. If she survives a falling citadel, then she... Then good for her. Maybe she'll get her guess, life back in order. Yeah, just, you know, shock her back to her senses or something. Levna says okay. as she steps across the, the area. So, where do you head? Going to peek, sorry, not peek, uh, give a listen to the double doors. I'm, not that the dead really move around much. Uh, um, I will anyway. Riz will go listen at the other door, the single door. Hearing nothing there, you push through. 
Statues adorn the north, south, and east walls. The north depicts an elven man reclining on a bench. The south depicts the same, but with an elven woman. But it's different. The statue there has been pushed aside, revealing an open doorway behind it. The statue to the east features a noble elf man seated on a fine chair. Riz, do you open your door? I do. Riz is going to just like... This bare room's only adornment is half a dozen disintegrating robes hanging from pegs in the walls. A section of the wall has swung open, revealing a room once hidden behind a secret door. Uh, take a little peeky-poo. Uh, can you make me an investigation roll? Okay. I was gonna be like, wisdom save. I'm like, no! Yes. Oh. investigation that's gonna be a 26 oh wow um so you give it the old kender search which is gonna frustrate you because looking around the room you can see this place has already been ransacked anything anything of value has been stolen from this room looking around you can see that it's strewn with shattered pottery a broken chest of empty drawers moldering piles of clothes the chest of drawers has been ripped apart and haphazardly tossed about. However, as you're kicking around, you will find a small, a small shirt. A, literally, a shirt sized for a small creature like yourself. It's barely oh. still in one piece, but you can see that the breast of it has something folded inside of it like a pocket square would be. And as you take a look into it, you are going to find a small piece of blackness is the only way to describe it. There is a void in the shirt in the shape of a triangle. Do you touch it? Yes. As you pull it out, this void is folded. Do you unfold it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It unfolds I... into a hole in space, roughly the size of a small sphere. Although it's flat, two-dimensional. A hole in reality. Uh, Riz, you now have a portable hole. Yes! I'm so excited. Now you're officially Bugs Bunny. Congrats. <laughs> What's up, Doc? All right, back in the other room. Orantiros, taking a look around, you can see that there is an open tomb to the south. Presumably, you can see that the statues could be moved aside as well to reveal hmm. potentially other tombs. Uh, assuming nothing is amiss, um, I'm going to wave at the others to to enter mm -hmm. and um, then uh, investigate the one where the statue's already been moved okay the south 
I will enter into the room with our Antiros. I'm going to watch from the doorway. Okay. So you go to the one to the south? Yeah, let's let's cuz you said the door was already open there, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well it's 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 revealed at least. Revealed, yes. Uh let's let's take a peek in there. You head down to the south. The door opens easily at your touch. A long gray marble slab lies in the middle of this chamber. At atop it lies a humanoid skeleton. The shallow inset of similar dimensions is carved into the ceiling directly above the slab. Shards of broken glass litter the slab and the floor. With your perception, you'll see that inside of the room as well, there is a small dark shape hanging from the ceiling, roughly the size of a pear. It ruffles its leathery wings and looks down at you, trying to uh, remain inconspicuous, you think. The small bat adjusts itself on the ceiling. Just a little bat. Huh. Is there... Suppose I'll step in and s try to piece together whatever it was that happened here and what is or isn't uh, Taken? Awoken? Stolen? Sounds good. Taking a look inside, can you make me a... Uh, pardon me. Can you make me a quick investigation check? All right. That is... Oh, wait. I have a feat for this. Uh, no, that's passive investigation. That observance does. Ah, uh, 16... 16. It looks like shards of broken mirrors collect around the room. Pieces of a shattered mirror in its frame. The skeleton on the slab belongs to an elf. And you can see from some of its clothing that it remains in rot the trace of Sylvanestri a Sylvanesti pattern work. And as you lean to look around, there is a sudden explosion of mist behind you as the bat shifts and lands behind you as a fully grown man with long, sweeping dark hair dressed in black robes. And who might you be? The creature whispers into your ear. Friend. Oh. Or foe. 
Well, hopefully friend. But since you asked, my name is Oren Tiros. <laughs> Oren Tiros. I am Ostar Belis, High Priest of Chemosh. Tell me, Oren Tiros. Do you fight alongside the Red Dragon Army? Actively opposed to it, actually. <laughs> he laughs, and his fangs are long and sharp. Well then. I believe, Orintiros, we could work together. And in return, I can promise you treasures untold. He smiles. And I think that is where we're going to call game for the night. Awesome. Seems I say, always... Until he was like, I think we can work together. Kalara was starting to let Radiant Fire gather <laughs> around her hand. Just like, yeah. I can see you. I'm in the doorway. I can see you. <laughs> Blah, blah, in the room. Guys, I found a Dracula. <laughs> oh, good. He wants to Stop help. finding things to fight. <laughs> right? Oh, I don't uh, think we're fighting, Hazel. Well, that's... Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt the beautiful scene, but with, like, Riz's very high passive perception, which she could have, she have started to hear conversations start making oh, her yeah, way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Cool. Sweet. I'm Absolutely. Pretty sure I Hazel assumed you didn't. were just. I assumed <laughs> that I think we should start with you playing with your portable hole next episode. Yeah, you got to see if there's anything in the hole. Oh, Soon that's there's going to be a Kender in the hole. Probably. Probably. Herself from the future. Oh. Kender, go down the hole. <laughs> Kender in the hole. I have 10 minutes. You fold me up, whip me out, that's off. Yeah, if you don't whip your Kender out in public, you're going to get canceled. Can I wrap the hole around an arrow? I was yeah. like... Shoot the arrow. <laughs> it's pocket Kender. Fix the, the, ba the bag of holding on a wall with the mouth open. Whoop the hole over saw, fold it up, and throw. I just I don't, don't want to destroy work. the two good items. But then it doesn't catch us, and he's gone. I don't think that's going to work yes, like that. we can but deal with it in other ways. I can cream, right? Do you have, wait, do you... before his turn... What we do, do you is you, holding? you yes. misty step. Yes, we do. Yes, we you do. Could make a bomb. <laughs> yes, you could make an original bomb. I don't, uh, I don't know this as well as Orenteros. <laughs> what happens is Razira misty steps above Lord Soth, falls on him <laughs> hole first. He goes in the hole. Orenteros. <laughs> this whole problem happened because Lord Soth went in the wrong hole, okay? Yeah. <laughs> So I think the Pinky. only one who might actually know what would happen with the portable hole and the bag of holding yeah. is Hazel. Yeah. Yes. The study <laughs> and Hazel's uh, not going to share I don't think that. Godfrey would know about this. I'm no. just going to throw that one Riz out there. Well, but gonna, we do. Riz is going to abuse the hole while freezing. <laughs> freezing. Can I get that? Can someone clip that, please? Someone clip that. <laughs> Razir is going to abuse the hole. 
Oh. All right, so folks, that's going to be it for us tonight. Good night, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Uh, quick reminder, next week is going to be a how-to for the first half of this chapter uh, because Chris is out of town. But uh, I really hope you come and uh, enjoy it with us because it's going to be a lot of fun just chatting around. break after Extra Life. Be yeah, a chill be break. Nice. We're, we're going to need it. Um, oh, and then we will be wrapping up in th at the end of the month with the last couple of games. Uh, so, hey, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed this. A big thank you to our sponsor, Bookworm Games, and, of course, our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, which you should join if you want to support the channel. It's honestly the best way to do so, and I really hope you all do, because I love seeing those numbers go up. If we hit 200 uh, patrons... Uh, we're at like 140 something right now. I will run an Avatar The Last Airbender game or what? somewhere in that. Yeah, I'll totally run that. Yeah, I'll do it. I, I already have an outfit for it ready. So please come and, and make my dreams come true when the Fire Nation attacks. Like uh, our amazing uh, divine producer, my mom. Hi, mom. I love you. Thanks for being a divine producer. You still don't know what it means, but that's fine. I'll tell you at Christmas when we go down and visit. Uh, our demonic producer, Precarious, who just ran an episode of Ten Candles for us. Thanks, Funkle Breck. Uh, his show is going back on Friday nights, uh, I think starting this week, actually, at twitch.tv slash Precarious. Also, a big shout out to our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin, and, of course, the High Council of the Patreon, which is Terran, Buddy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Eladeth, LaRook, Sorcerer Sanguine, and Mike Baxter. Yes. What is up, Robin? It is not. Um, they are going, I think, next week because we are recording Hunter on Friday because Traz is not in that game. Not this week, we're not. No, but not. they're not doing it next week either. They're still finishing oh, I think off. They're doing, I think Alien. they're doing Alien this week, yeah. Yeah, they're doing Alien, but they're not coming back yeah. to their mist of Makani. Okay, we'll come back. Come, go go visit them for Alien. Yeah, um, go visit for Alien, but yeah, they're not there. Yeah, I lied. I lied. All right, so folks, that's going to be it for us. Uh, have a wonderful night, and we'll see you next time here at Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Good night, everyone. Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Nightgranite, Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingard, and Kaylin Vinson as Oren Tiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from tabletopaudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10 minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our divine producers, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are uh, my parents, which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Precarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin. You're wizards now! The High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on Earth. Terran, Dustin, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, and Mike Baxter. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dorktales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Colin San, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Iron Warrior X, 
Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, and Brandon Keene. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkel, an actual guinea pig, Eternal Student Dale Cope, Winemaster Robin Hulford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the Mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, Jade, the Maker of Monsters, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Pax Cow, Andrew Wolf, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Professor Multiverse, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Lost Crack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jom Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Joseph, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, James G, Saberslaw, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Doc Flame YT, Phoenix Queen, Trey, Chris, Dark Sun, The Queer Mountain Witch, Kalen Whitebeard, Phelan the Wild Elf, Hooser Jedi, Rethus, Beastborg, Ronzol, Iron Sun, Zorak, Leroy Bryce, Meredith McCann, Will Wisner, Aridian, The Mysterious Plutonian, Rousey, and Stephanie Leonard. And of course, to our dork squad, Jen Peters, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Dennis Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dork Tales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com slash dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you want to just spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.